0: I mm. you know, thing from the multiple cups of coffee I had every be sleeping How many cups of coffee did you have today? <laughs> Three But one was a sprettle A spretto. A, spretto. a spretto. In
1: love In love with movies and-
2: Welcome back, movie lovers, to In Love with Movies. I'm Nick.
1: And I'm Danny.
2: <laughs> and what is In Love with Movies on a typical day, Danny? Oh my
1: gosh. On a typical day? Yeah, typical day. Yeah, usually it's a little potty pod about
2: uh, oh, oh, pod. love and movies. Exactly. <laughs> we normally spend about 30 <laughs> to 40 minutes uh, talking about a movie and discussing love and what it is in the natural world today. Usually with guests and things of that nature.
0: I don't even know. I don't
2: even know. But today we have an extra special episode. And why do we have an extra special episode, Danny?
0: Because I'm old.
1: (laughs) Truly, I'm terrified. I'm about to turn 30 in six days.
2: Uh, It will actually have been a few days ago when listeners hear this.
1: Well, currently in the world... (laughs) <laughs> I haven't turned thirty yet, so so
2: this is not a thirty-year-old face, listeners. But by the time you hear and see this, I will have gotten Botox. Sure. <laughs> Danielle will have entered her dirty thirties, the dirty thirties.
1: Dirty, and I'm super pumped, honestly, because Nick is and Lizzie and Bree are throwing me a banging party. Banging. At least I hope it's banging. Cannot confirm because again, it has not happened yet. However, it is ninety. Stay 90s. tuned
2: for how disappointed she gets.
1: It's 90s themed. I will be Bebe Spice, and Lizzie will be Ginger Spice, and Brie will be Sporty Spice, and Jessica will be Scary Spice, because truly, she's scary sometimes. <laughs> and Alicia is Posh. Oh, is very Posh. Yeah, so I'm just super pumped. Spice girl, just very posh, She man. is very Posh. And uh, I'm very excited to have just a, a cool 90s party. And for those of you who are watching, look at my nails. Uh, I got my nails, too. They're very 90s.
2: She's got some, some cool uh, pastel colors from the, that, that that decade. Did thing. you Very know
1: popular. that the Spice Girls were kind of really only together for like four years before three years? Before Ginger was like...
2: Peace. Okay, so before we go too far into spices, it was just a very fun fact. But we have a slightly different uh, episode oh, for yeah. you all today. Rather than us actually discussing anything having to do with love, we are going to focus entirely on movies or really in some ways blend things together. So for those of you who have been listening long enough, you may know that this whole endeavor started off, uh, as I like to say, with me. Oh. trying to make Danielle watch more movies with me and to quote unquote, and this is some of the more uh, pretentious stuff that I've ever said, but uh, work on her cinematic education. So, That's
1: some of the more
2: pretentious. <laughs> I disagree, about um, Anyway, so today, uh, the other reason it's blended into is we get to know each other from movies, right? So what movies are your favorites and what you think about movies and, and which ones you go back to, I think, says something about who you are as a person, what you think about the world, and the, the sort of filter that you see things through. So in honor of uh, Danielle's 30th birthday today, we thought that we would do a 3430. And I'm sorry uh, in advance to anyone who is a sports fan and thought that they were somehow getting something having to do with that because that's not what's happening but our 30 (laughs) for 30 it is Uh, our 30 for 30 is that danielle is going to count down her 30 favorite movies now we will probably be talking about some of these more than others
1: yes i also want to apologize to people who actually like movies out there (laughs) because as i was going through this list you know i think nick he has tried very hard. We've known each other for eight years to enhance my cinematic uh, education, as he just <laughs> pretentiously said. Um, but most of these movies, I just, they're not ones that I've watched with Nick. They're just important to my life.
2: And I will tell everyone that I have not seen this list. Danielle created this entirely on her own. Uh, I occasionally reminded her of some movies that we had watched together or things that we had uh, done for the podcast that she may or may not have picked. Some of those. Uh, particular movies, I did give her guidelines. At one point there was, can I just categorize all of these entire group of movies, say Disney Channel originals uh, as one? And I'd be like, sure. And then I discovered that there'd be three other individual Disney Channel original movies as their own. And I was like, no, we need to have individual movies. So there's all 30. I have not heard this list before. I will be reacting live here with all of you. Uh, I'm hoping that some of the movies that I've introduced Danielle to will be somewhere in the top 30, although I am not foolish enough to think that they're probably in the top 10. Um, but anyway, so since that's going to take a while and we have, you know, a long time that our entire episode today is going to be talking about this, why don't we go ahead and kick it off without further ado, Danny, unless you have anything else to say to preface. No,
1: I just want to say when I was putting this list together, first of all, Nick asked me if I had actually seen 30 movies movies total in my life and i was like i don't know about that but we've had 31 episodes of our podcast so i've at least seen 31. um but i also did a little research i texted my mom that's the research and my
0: brother <laughs> That's the <reason. laughs> um,
1: and i want to say that this list was very difficult to put together and also, I'm we're gonna record this, we're gonna put this out into the world, people are gonna hate on me, and then I'm gonna be like, oh my god, I can't believe I forgot that movie and that movie. Because there's just 20 bajillion movies out there. That's totally. also research. Totally. So without further ado, I honestly think Nick is gonna be uh, kerflunkled on <laughs> some ker-flunkled. of this. Also, I apologize in advance my nose is runny because it is warm out. Those allergies are back. Oh, I was going to say, how does
0: that
1: make sense? Wait, I know I said without further ado, but can I tell you this meme that I saw that was oh, like,
0: God.
1: this is my favorite part of the year where winter is ending and it's starting to get warm, but they haven't made the bugs yet. <laughs> <laughs> they,
2: they, they haven't made the
1: bugs All yet. All right, number 30. <laughs> are you ready for this? Do it. Let's we'll bring it. Disturbia.
2: Wait, like, so the um one with Shia, Shia LaBeouf. And carrie and Moss, I think, plays his mom. And you've got What's-His-Face plays the creepy dude next door.
1: I don't know who I know. So kind of like,
2: it's like, the, it, it's like the rear window. It's like, a, it's kind of a split rear window, isn't it? I don't know, Nick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just know that this was one of the first, quote, scary movies I had ever seen in theaters with I think with a boy, I'm not sure. Or oh, just like with my friends. Okay, here we go. Okay. And I was so proud of myself for actually enjoying a scary movie. It's kinda like a thriller, but like yeah. it's a good movie.
2: Yeah, it's not like true horror, like in a like body horror no. sense, but I mean it's, it's definitely it's genre clear. and it is it is creepy. It's it's very much thriller esque. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. So I just like that
1: movie. And it came to mind. Um, twenty nine, grind. <laughs> you know that movie?
2: Are we talking about the skateboard? Yes. Movie?
1: Yeah, me and David used to watch it all the time.
2: Who was, um... God, I'm trying to remember who was in it. I feel like I'm going to spend this whole episode just being, like, trying to pull random movie
1: Yeah, facts. we don't have our... What is it? Opening credits for you. I just put they're, the names yeah, of movies just, and I'm just look
2: it up. why well, totally blind. to. It. Okay, so why the movie Grind, other than just, like, you and your brother, you know, watched it a bunch?
1: I think that there was a, a point in my life where I really wanted to be, like, a skateboarder girl. I had, like, vans and stuff, and my brother constantly, my brother constantly, this is the early 2000s, reminded me that I was a poser, but when he and I would watch this movie together, I'd feel a little bit cooler because I thought it was funny and I liked the skateboarding and I was just, I don't know. It's just, it's a dumb, dumb movie that I like a lot. Okay. I kind of want to watch it again.
0: All
1: right. I've watched it a lot of times too. A lot of times. Okay. Number 28. Again, I think you might be surprised this is even on the list. Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. <laughs> no, I'm not
2: surprised. With I like we've talked about this a
1: lot. I was in Joseph uh-huh. and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat uh-huh. when I was little. Um, and it was actually like, it was right around when my cousin passed away. So it was just like really important to me to be with my her sister, my other cousin, and Lizzie. And we all got to be in the play together okay. at the high school. And I wasn't in high school. I was in the kids choir. But I watched this movie constantly because I can't learn music by reading it. Unless it's the saxophone. When I sing, I have to hear the song 10 million times. And so I would just listen to it over and over and over and over and over again. And I think I fell in love with Donny Osmond.
2: Uh, Didn't you have like a crush on the guy playing someone? Oh, yeah,
1: Bob. There you go. Bob played Joseph in the live. You know, I really liked him. He was also my (laughs) kindergarten teacher's son. Oh, okay. Son.
2: Okay. I was like your kindergarten teacher. So, yeah, that's 28. 27.
1: 27. This one, David had to remind me of, my brother. Uh,
2: But made the list.
1: Yes. The Land Before Time.
2: Oh, yeah. So you would still, like, today, you would count that in your top 30? Like, Land Before Time is okay.
1: I just, I really had a thing for those characters. And I just remember it being, like, such a fun, sweet, loving, I don't, don't ask me the plot of any of these movies, because I don't remember them at all. But I remember, wasn't there, like, Ducky and (laughs) Lightfoot? Lori Lightfoot, (laughs) who's (laughs) Littlefoot? I don't know. I just really liked it. And when I texted my mom earlier, she was like, you are weirdly really into dinosaurs. Because she was telling me all the TV shows I was obsessed with, which was Barney, obviously, when I was little. And then um, I really loved the TV show Dinosaurs. You know that one where it's like, not the mama, not the mama.
2: Wasn't like everyone into dinosaurs at the time?
1: I guess so. But I don't think about myself as a dinosaur chick now.
2: I, what I remember about those is the very first one, Land Before Time, was kind of dark.
1: I don't remember it.
2: And then there was like, oh, God, Ducky had is a that catchphrase. A smoke, um, <laughs> the, the, I, like, maybe? They're heading to, like, the promised land or something, and they get lost from the family, and then it's kind of like a Homeward Bound type That's of situation.
1: I like I that movie, too, but it's
2: um, sad. <laughs> But yeah, the first one I remember being kind of dark, but it ends within, like, I think finding the place they were looking for, which is therefore funny and confusing because they had literally, I just Googled to, like, double-check, 14 total movies in the oh. franchise.
1: I don't I, think I've seen all of them. I, was gonna say,
2: I remember it <laughs> being, like, six or something like that, but as I was just looking at it, the most recent sequel was in 2016, and that was, like, oh. seven years between it and the, pre- the previous sequel wow. before it. So, like, it clearly is still being milked uh at least to some degree but yeah i remember those movies and i probably watched the second or third one more times but like it was definitely one of those things where it was a really good first outing and then someone else just kept making straight to vhs yeah uh, back when and i
0: had a,
1: a lot of those vhs tapes for sure
2: yeah yeah and that's that's a good one though i i i would love to actually watch that again sometime yeah because
1: someone tell me what it's about mm.
2: So if no, you I
1: don't need. Oh,
2: listeners, if you know someone <laughs> who just is absolutely head over heels in love with that movie and has a great love story about it, you know, find us on the socials and then let us know. Maybe we'll have them as a guest. Yeah. Continue. What's okay. your next number?
1: Number twenty-six. This is a Nicholas
2: influenced uh, movie. Oh, oh we made, within the t- within the like first five. We got one that's that's oh, from but me. This is
1: the lower part of the list, Nick. <laughs>
2: hey, you know what? Like I, we've watched thirty movies together. If I managed to get just one that early on
1: this one wasn't even on the uh i'll be happy if
2: i get the top half top 15 i'll be
1: happy this wasn't on the podcast but you it was on like nick made a list for me originally when we first started dating movies danielle must see and i've seen like six of them i was
2: gonna say there's like 20 still on the list because we don't get through them that quickly
1: are you ready yes fight club Ah, yeah yeah, i like that movie and then in the same vein i think this is the same director Number 25 is The Usual Suspects. I don't
2: think they're the same <laughs>
1: director. Sort of oh, record.
2: sorry. <laughs> um, like, of sorts, in the sense of, like, there's this mind-bending aspect. Uh, there's nothing like mental health, but, like, there's, there's you know, big shock them, get them, uh, you know. Okay, anybody who hasn't seen both of these movies, The Usual Suspects or Fight Club, plug your ears or skip forward about 30 seconds. Spoilers. Huge spoilers for both. Both of them have huge endings. Yeah. One... You know, is go ahead. What's the, what's oh, the, two? I don't
1: remember that. <laughs> I think one is uh, Brad Pitt's <laughs> not real,
0: that's correct. And
1: the, oh, yeah, we talked about this the other day. And the other one is the bad guy now. What's his name? Kevin Spacey. He's not a good guy. He was walking with a limp and then he stops walking with a limp. So, I really like these movies. I was very, very hesitant because, first of all, I'm like, I don't know, like. What, High what, end <laughs> movies, what everyone talks about, like oh, it's something so that I
2: have to actually watch and makes me think. That's yeah, the kind of movies. And I in. thought they yeah. were
1: boring, and mm-hmm. I don't like drama. But Nick was like, "I promise you'll like Usual Suspects." It's one of the first movies we actually watched together that was like a Nick original pick, and I really, really like these movies that are. I don't know what's coming, and I'm not as smart. I think when it comes to movies as Nick is, so he sees the twists a lot earlier. Where for me truly at the end my mind is always blown i'm
2: like what i will say you have to keep in mind and i don't have mementos on this list too because we were asking about that the other day and mementos one that i've made you watch um but for all three of those movies like my mind was probably equally blown the first time i saw them but when you you and i've been watching them together it's at least the second, Usual Suspects, it might have been the third, probably was the second time I'd watched it all the way through. Fight Club, like, I feel like men of a certain age had watched Fight Club multiple times, and, and the intellectual ones understood the <laughs> the message that was actually being sent through that movie, um, and the others were obsessed with it for other reasons anyway, but everyone was obsessed with it. Uh, kind of the same thing with Memento, I feel like, but point being... You you, I, you give me too too much credit to be like Nick saw it coming. Yeah, of course I saw it coming. I'd seen it before. I knew what the twist was. And
1: <laughs> I don't want to watch those movies. I don't think ever again. Like I don't need to because it was so shocking the first time that I'm like cool.
2: And I have gotten good at totally respecting that because for me part of the enjoyment comes at watching it again, knowing what's coming and seeing like the the, the hints that the movie makers made for you. But they're also intense, crazy, thought provoking, emotional movies that I know you don't much love that. So. The fact that I get you to watch it and tell you you appreciate it—that's that's a win for me.
0: Yeah. Cool.
1: Okay. Now twenty-four and twenty-three are also related because when I was making this list, I was like, "Oh, this movie reminds me of this movie." Um, so twenty-four we did on the podcast, which recently—I don't know if it's come out yet. No, I don't think so. Enchanted.
2: Uh, we have a future episode that shall be released.
1: <laughs> yep. And then Disney's twenty-three is Enchanted. Three is Tangled. Which is like very similar, but like one's live action and one's animated, and they both have just such good songs. They do have really good
0: music. And
1: they both flip the idea of being a princess on their head, and so that's why I just I'm very endeared to both of those movies. And they still fall in love in the end, but like in a way that the man respects them. (laughs) So I really like them.
2: This is gonna make me probably sound terrible or insensitive, but but. (laughs) Tangled. I think I've told you this before, is one of the few movies I can remember falling asleep in the movie theater. Well, we
1: have to watch it again then. No, we it's so good. We have
2: seen it again, and oh. I appreciated that. And I see she doesn't remember she has watched <laughs> this with me. I,
1: really
2: I may or may not have gotten it for her as a gift because she's explained to me that she's one of her favorites before in the past. Tangled.
1: Is this a birthday gift you got for me this and, year?
2: Like no, like a while ago. Oh. <laughs> like I years either? ago. Really? Yes. Oh. Yes, we have a a physical copy of Tangled because you expressed this. I can't remember if it was for an event or if it was just like one of those times where I was like, you get gifts because that makes you very happy when you get unexpected Mm -hmm. gifts. But that's the first time I can remember watching it start to finish awake the whole time. And I was actually kind of beating myself up because I was like, yeah, this is really good. I'd heard good things and and knew the good things. I can't genuinely remember. It probably was like high school. I vaguely think I might have been with the girl I was seeing at the time. But funny enough, like I love going to movies. And to have me fall asleep in a movie, I must have been exhausted from, I don't know, if it was
0: yeah, wrestling it's,
2: season or what. It's
1: a good movie. They're both very good movies. And you'll see a theme on this list of songs that, I mean, movies that have really good songs that you hear me singing all the time are the movies that I think I just like better. Even if the movie's not good.
2: <laughs> so what's the song that comes to mind for Tangled?
1: Um, the mom song. Mother well,
0: knows
2: that. best. Okay. That one. I love the like theories about those movies and like uh, Frozen and some others of like it all being one giant Disney uh, like shared universe. Yeah. Like, and anyway. Okay. She's like, I don't want to keep talking about that. No. Let's move on. I mean, a
1: related next number. Should I say honorable, a related honorable mention, I guess, to this movie, these two movies is Ella Enchanted.
2: Which one's Ella Enchanted? There's that's with Anne there. Hathaway. Okay. The, which is and, also
1: a great movie, and my Irish dancing teacher was in it. <laughs> I was like, that's
0: the the Irish dancing <laughs> teacher is, and that's in That's why, uh, yeah. Uh-huh,
1: okay. Uh-huh. Number 22. You and I have not watched any of these movies together. Oh, there's Yeah. Austin Powers. Oh, yeah, we haven't watched Austin Honestly, Powers. gold member. That's a good movie.
2: <laughs> it's one of those movies that I wonder if it'd be like *The Mask*, though, where you'd go back and watch it, and it just has aged in a way that the jokes, because it was, in some ways, farcical, typical comedy, but in other ways, it was cutting edge comedy. And I think yeah. especially yeah. anything that's cutting edge comedy, like within ten years, is now noticeably outdated comedy.
1: That's fair, but I still think all the Austin Power movies are. So stupid <laughs> that they're hysterical to me. And also Beyonce was in it. I mean, yeah. And um
2: And she did okay. I thought she did great. Wise. I mean, as as far as
1: most recently you know,
2: musicians turn actors, you know, she's at least not in the bottom row. Okay.
1: Most recently <laughs> on Snatch Game on Drag Race, someone did Austin Powers and Doctor Evil, and it was hysterical. They did them
2: both at the same time. And,
1: no, two different people. So they did a costume change in the middle. And um, it was Blue Hydrangea, and she won. Oh, spoiler alerts! if you haven't watched you UK diversity the world. Okay.
2: I do love, I love the listeners, you've noticed, she seems to be wanting to go really fast and cutting me off and, like, wants to just speed run through this. You, you seem to not want any commentary from me whatsoever. Oh,
1: tell me your things. No, 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 that's Okay, number 21 <laughs> is... One that we watched, this was maybe the first movie that we watched for this podcast Model Behavior. <laughs> okay, when we rewatch it for the podcast, I'm not gonna lie, it's not great, <laughs> but I'm just very into Justin Timberlake. In case you guys didn't know that about me, mm-hmm. um, and <laughs> it just was, I don't know, it's just a very cute movie that I like a lot. <laughs>
2: fun uh little so listeners we won't spend too much time on this because yes it was I think our second or first episode that we did this because the idea was oh we were going to make Danielle watch a bunch of movies that I want to watch well I'll, we'll start with a movie that she in fact wants to watch and it was the first time I'd ever seen model behavior mm-hmm. um we all I knew about it, was, it
1: all, by the way all I
2: knew about it was like it was tops for her because of her love of Justin Timberlake that was a big deal um and then that it was also very difficult to get a copy because I don't <laughs> think that there's anyone legally reproducing physical forms of that. And it was not on Disney Plus, at least not at the time. So. No, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So go back and listen to our previous episode on Model Behavior. and You'll get all of my fresh first reactions to it. I don't remember a single thing about that movie at this Do you remember Dustin really? I remember him being in it. He still had the like perm, right? Yeah.
1: And yeah. it's kind of like one of those switch, remember? Where they had so many Disney Channel movies that were like, oh my God, these two girls look exactly the same. They're going to switch places. And then one who's a model who was dating him, she was in high school. and they switched.
2: Yeah, I feel like it was some random generic blonde, but it was someone She's like in a lot of Disney other movies. And I also seem to recall thinking like they they sold it as if Justin Timberlake was like some huge part of it because it's the first time they got a movie in something. But he actually wasn't. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> was he his. was
2: in like two scenes and that was not. good. what did you just say? I said he was not good in model behavior. See in time. time in time is a decent performance from from Justin Timberlake. Justin
1: Timberlake can do no wrong. Okay. All right, number twenty.
2: Except for the fact that he married. <laughs>
1: right, not me. <laughs> <laughs> number twenty. <laughs> a goofy movie.
2: Oh. Oh. This
1: is why I was singing earlier. When we listen to each other's hearts, we're the man in the world apart. I can't
2: remember. Previous guest on this show, a friend of ours and, and an improviser with Danielle, uh, also did a Boy. amazing performance of that, dressed up as what's his name, Powerline. Right? Is that the the actual look? Right the the uh, I have
0: seen this movie Michael in so Jackson. I maybe mean, another
2: one see. That one. See, that's one. We've talked, I think, before on this podcast before about me tending to fall asleep with movies. Um, and back when, like, the days of VHS instead of DVDs, this was one that probably got worn out because I just kept playing it over and over and over and over. And what was her name? Roxanne?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think I had, like, the biggest beret on Roxanne, even if she is not entirely human. <laughs> I, I thought she was... Uh, adorable. And then, I think that's probably my first introduction to Polly Shore, too. <laughs> the Leaning Tower of Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I was like,
0: I don't know who Polly Shore is.
2: I know that character.
1: There you yeah, go. Yeah, that's just an iconic movie.
2: Yeah. And
1: it's, yeah, it's great. And
2: I loved the Goof Troop, or whatever, the, the like, mm-hmm. TV show that kind of followed it up. Yeah,
1: but Goofy Movie was very, like, I feel like I was starting to be in my budding adolescence, and it's very much a movie about, like, Growing up because it's about his kid, you know all that
0: stuff. Totally, totally. Ready for yeah, the I remember having that uh, as a
2: cassette on the first Walkman that I
0: ever had. And you listen to first... when we listen a lot, to each a lot, other's lot hearts. There is.
1: Hello, Kitty. Bing wants to be a part of the podcast. Okay, number nineteen. This is a plural one as well. Oh, okay. Halloween towns.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh, we're gonna. We had to go ahead and combine them anyhow okay couldn't couldn't
1: you said i like all of them i don't <laughs> how many, like many halloween towns
2: are there four four i want to know this if that's for sure four okay uh, talk halloween about your town favorite what? halloween towns.
1: halloween town two calabar's revenge halloween town three return to halloween town halloween town four which is trash it's not even marnie is halloween town high <laughs>
2: even Marnie. is it her sister
1: i mean it's marnie but they changed the actress
2: Oh, she, she
0: she,
1: uh, Tell it. me I'm wrong.
2: There's four. I see. You're right. Oh, oh. But the, the Halloween Town High is the third. Return oh. to Halloween Town is the fourth.
1: Oh my God! How did I mess up? My you bad. Got,
2: you got the order wrong. That's because I don't watch wrong. three
1: or four. <laughs> One or t- and two are. We don't have to say anything else about it, because didn't we do a podcast about we did, that one?
2: We did, we, I think we did an episode maybe yeah. on Halloween Town, the first one.
1: But the second one is actually better than the first. Stop it, no, Nick.
2: Stop. <laughs> okay. Anyway, continue.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. And then clearly I, like, was in an, a mindset again of, like, oh, Disney, Disney Channel. Da, 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 da. So then um, number 18 is Luck of the Irish. Uh,
2: mm-hmm. Now, now we, we have done a previous episode yeah. of this, I think. For a previous month of March, right? Because, yeah, okay.
1: But this one, honestly, I see myself in a lot of these movies, and it depended on, like, what was happening in my life. And this came out when I was an Irish dancer.
2: This is why movies are important. They're markers for your life. They tell you the type of person you are. They tell you what's important to you at the moment that you're watching them. Please continue.
1: I was an Irish dancer. (laughs) And so it was just very refreshing. And I don't know, I... Every time St. Patrick's Day comes around, I'm very proud of being, like, 25% Irish. So, it was just very, I don't know, I enjoyed it. And Ryan Merriman is a babe. Right?
2: Which, is he the one who was uh, the, like, young kid? Mm-hmm. That's fair.
0: That's yeah. fair. Yeah,
2: he's, uh, he's cute. All right. All
0: right. Okay, number <laughs> 17.
2: Again, go back and listen to our Luck yeah, of the Irish episode. you get a lot more detail. Yes.
1: Yeah. Number 17. John Tucker Must Die. Oh. That's a great movie. That came out when I was in high school, so it's very, like, young women being little rebels and, like, <laughs> trying to kill John Tucker because he's just a bad guy. Yeah, aren't they
2: literally trying to kill him? Like, actually, No, the they're trying
1: to, like, ruin his life.
2: Oh, okay, good. Yeah. It's been um, a while since I've seen that
1: one. That's a good one, too, and that's Britney Snow. Just, I'd watch that again.
2: Yeah, early Brittany Snow. I think it had uh, Cookie Her, Joe's friend. Gretchen
1: Wieners. Oh, no, you're right. Sophia Bush. Sophia Bush. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, she's beautiful. And the other guy who plays John Tucker was the gardener on Desperate Housewives, and he was also on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Can't remember. Yep. That guy. Anyways, okay. that's a good one, because in the end. The ladies are, like, kind of against each other and kind of with each other. And then they all say, we don't need a man. And then they come together. So, again, there's a theme in my, like, teenage and early college movies that I was into. Because it's very much, like, woman empowerment. I, I'm down for woman empowerment. I'm you know. Yeah. And it's just, it's good. And it's funny. Okay. I still remember liking that one.
2: Although I always confuse it with, um, when a date with something. For some God reason.
1: Hamilton.
2: Yeah, and maybe it's just because like that
1: movie. <laughs> really? <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, maybe maybe it's maybe there's some of the same actors. I don't know. Or maybe in my head, the John Tucker kid looks similar to Josh Dumal when he was younger. But I feel like both of those are in my head uh similarly for some reason.
1: I will say this is also one of the like earlier racier movies. It's not like inappropriate or anything, but there's a lot of like nudity or close to nudity. Not a lot of nudity. There's a lot of close to nudity. <laughs> and John Tucker is hot.
0: Hot. Okay, number 16. 16. The Lion King. The Lion King. It's this low? The Lion King's a classic.
1: It. I know. I just haven't watched it in a really long time, and I think...
2: I feel Because I feel like you're kind of focusing a lot on almost childhood more than any modern things. And so for me, like... Me at age 12, let's say, doing my top movies, this is top five, easily.
1: Okay, well, I put it at number 16. (laughs) (laughs) my list. Um, Because I don't immediately think of it as one of my favorite movies, but I realized how many times I watched it when I was little. My bedspread was Lion King. Like, I was very into Lion King. I just have a lot harder of a time watching it now because of the dad thing.
2: Yeah, uh, that, that's that's fair. That's fair. I can understand how that triggers you, especially because it is like healthy father unexpectedly dying, specifically. Correct. Um,
1: but I do love uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. He, I had a large poster of him you. on my wall. I'm sure I've told this story before, but my brother ripped it in half in <laughs> front of my face, and uh, was very into Lion King, and the songs obviously are award winning. Lion King is, I think, one of the best Disney movies of all time.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's a reason that it was one of the first ones that they went for the kind of live action remake. Um, Even though that was, I've not seen it before, I've heard it. It's it's just like a shot for shot remake, which is why I've not seen it. It's like, okay, well, if it's just a shot for shot remake, I'll just go watch the original again. Like, um, For me, if I may, Mm -hmm. my love story with the Lion King and the reason it kind of sticks out too is... It is the first movie going experience that I can remember. Like, I don't know if it was my first time in a movie theater, but it came out in probably like 92 or something like that, 91. So I would have been like less than five years old. Um,
0: I would have been negative.
2: But I can remember. <laughs> I'm going go to I um, <laughs> would have been, yeah, I can remember kind of going, I, I like vaguely remember it was one of the few times my cousins came to visit. Um, and yeah, like I can remember going to the movie theater and I kind of vaguely remember leaving the movie theater and us being all excited and, and walking out and, and like singing the songs and everything like that. And yeah, and I can also remember my friends having the we eventually had that cassette and played it a lot in my mom's car driving around growing up for like the following three years probably. I used to love the scar song, which apparently is not in Be the Be Prepared? Yeah. There's no Be songs. Prepared yeah i remember that there's no songs in the new one i don't think no the new one has a bunch of songs but they took out that song which is kind of crappy it's one of the best ones
0: okay sorry continue Uh, wait should we do an intermission no
2: okay i'll let you do it after this one okay
1: well i am at number 15.
2: i need a place to cut that's what i'm trying to say like i need a place to cut to be like okay this is where the uh the the ad goes
1: oh okay so number 15. (laughs)
2: Okay. moving your finger. All right, number 15.
1: This is also Nick-influenced. Goody.
2: I'm glad I waited.
1: And another plural one. Star Wars.
2: (laughs) Now, when I first met you. (laughs) I know. You're like, I am a huge Star Wars fan. I'm a giant Star Wars fan.
1: But I told her I hadn't seen all of them.
2: I guess that maybe. Maybe.
1: I think I have had seen all of them, but I don't remember because I was little for a lot of them. And then, yeah, you made me rewatch them and I was still like, mm. but as more and more Star Wars content comes out and we have Star Wars tattoos and our wedding cake topper with Star Wars, and I just get more into the characters and they make more female power characters.
2: We may have, you know, a bit of a Star Wars thing here in this house. Yeah. Just, just a little bit of a Star Wars
1: thing. I do enjoy it a lot and i like the world of star wars i couldn't tell you all the names of all the creatures that they don't even say the names of and i don't sit and read wikipedia like some people do um but i think that it's a great wonderful world minus the prequels those.
2: I may or may not have been the person who was looking up on Wikipedia to confirm my memory that the Grand Inquisitor was, in fact, a Powan, which was the same re- race of people that Obi Wan encounters in episode two. Because to me, the new Grand Inquisitor live action does not look anything like a palan or anything like the Grand Inquisitor from the animated things, and I may or may not have taken issue with that.
1: Right. And I'm like, Baby Yoda. <laughs>
2: And with that, yeah. let's take a quick break.
1: Oh, goodbye. In love with movies. Da-da-da.
2: And we're back. Oh,
1: I didn't even have time to <laughs> Okay, we don't have to talk a lot about Star Wars because we, everyone knows Star Wars is everywhere and it's never, ever, ever going away.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Did you have more to say? I apologize. No. cut you off.
1: No, no, no. No.
2: No. Are you, are you sure? Number... Like, it feels like this is one of those times. Th- listeners, tell me if you and your partners ever have these experiences where l- one of you is saying, are you sure you're, you're good? You're Everything's fine? And the other one's like, yes. I am totally okay. There is nothing wrong with me right now. And you just like maybe get a sense that there's something hiding behind that. Number 14.
1: <laughs> okay. This one brought me lots of smiles when I remembered how much I love it. Okay. Shrek. Yes. Shrek Is a great, actually, the first two, I can't remember if the third one's any good, but definitely the first two are super amazing movies, and I watched them constantly.
2: makes me feel very old when I realized that that movie turned 20 years old, like, two years ago. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But it is so good. And that's one that I feel like has actually held up.
1: Yes, because I liked it when it first came out for child humor, and then the more I watched it as I got older, I was like, oh, no, this is hysterical.
2: Yeah, it's the one I can remember... Using as an example, like when I first started like uh, critiquing movies and like making opinions about them for myself, I truly think it is the definition of like a family film. Yeah, because the kids are going to have things to watch and the adults are going to have things to watch, and there's things that they both enjoy, and it can like both like no matter what age you are, you can walk out of that having had a really good time. Whereas a lot of other quote unquote family movies, like I mean, I'll be honest, if I, if the first time I ever saw The Lion King was now. I don't know that I would have as much yeah. love for it. <laughs>
1: um, let me tell you some facts about Shrek
2: Yes, in Please. my life. Okay. So
1: we got, this was, I think one of the first DVDs we ever
0: owned. Ooh.
1: We won a DVD player because they used to be so expensive, but yeah. we won it in like a raffle at our school or something. That's but, fun. I didn't know that. Yeah. And uh, Shrek was one of the first DVDs we had. And I was like, extras, and I used to watch all the extras on these DVDs, yes. and they had sing-alongs yes. on the extra, and I got really into the sing-alongs, and I memorized all the songs.
2: Then, hold on, I just have to say, because I remember all the extras, too, but I do not remember singing along. I remember maybe skipping through and being like, oh, okay, that's a thing that's there, but I used to go through all the extras. You know what I watched multiple times? Hmm. The extras about the animation and oh, the I voice acting and the production uh-huh. process.
1: I was like, <laughs> give me more of the characters and <laughs> the songs they sing.
2: <laughs> and then,
1: Um, I played saxophone for a very long time and we used to have to get like practice books and stuff. And one of my favorite practice books that my mom got me was the soundtrack to Shrek. So I played, I know how to play like, I'm a believer and all-star and all that because I was
2: just going to say, I think there Shrek is also the movie that like turned me on to smash mouth and I eventually went and got that album.
1: Yeah. And there's another fun fact ahead about Shrek. Uh, Fun fact. I don't remember, but it's just such a good movie.
2: (laughs) It is such a good movie. And obviously, I feel like there's a whole generation of people that recently rediscovered it. Go ahead.
1: The first uh, play I saw on my own when I went to college was Shrek the Musical.
2: Oh, ah, okay. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. And I was like, I'm in for a good time.
2: And you literally went by yourself.
1: No, I went with my roommates. But like, oh, okay. Like but not with mom. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah.
2: Gotcha. Yeah. The thing I was going to say is, I think in the last couple of years, at the time of this recording, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic certainly made Shrek uh, noticeable again, because (laughs) some of you may die.
1: And it was just like, I think it's an adult fairy tale. It really is like, okay, you feel comfortable and you love these characters and you love the story. And then it, again, flips it on its head. That's another theme I love, is just taking something that's so traditional and flipping it on its head, like the gingerbread man. He loses a leg? Yikes. Or
2: And, and, and then becomes Yeah, but what I was also going to say, I feel like it's definitely not the first, but maybe it was one of the first big blockbuster-esque movies that did this that I noticed. It took that whole princess story at mm-hmm. a time when Disney okay. was still kind of wrestling with, like, our princesses and what our princesses are and whether they're is in distress. Or, we're, like, we had just had, like, Jasmine, maybe, where we're starting to, like, have princesses have their own badass stuff with Mulan and things. But then... This comes in it as mm-hmm. like the version of the princess that you think you want—the very pretty, very bad, like all that, all that stuff. Not even the real one. The one that's the better version is, in fact, the ogre.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That is a cool message. And obviously, donkey—one <laughs> of the g- greatest
1: like, characters yeah. of all time.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm making waffles.
2: <laughs> it, is, it says something to say this, and I genuinely think it might—it ranks at least in the top three of my. Favorite Eddie Murphy performances, and he's had a lot of good performances. Ooh, so not
1: to says... do another good one, but that didn't make the list.
2: Okay, good. <laughs> well, maybe we need to do a whole new episode on that because I feel like you and I just talked about Shrek for a real long time. But then again, I know maybe we don't. Uh, let us know, listeners. Would you like to hear us do an episode on Shrek? Tweet at us uh, with Shrek, please. hashtag I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this right now. hashtag Shrek, please, as in pls. So we can keep it short. Shrek pls. P-L-S. Oh, you want PLZ? Yeah. PLZ. Trek
1: Shrek please. PL.
2: <laughs> Shrek please.
1: Oh, that's
2: funny. Is it a check, please? It's Shrek. Shrek, please. Shrek, please. All right. So uh go to find our socials at the letter in love with movies. At in love with movies on Instagram and Twitter, and then hashtag us. Yes, at sh- or hashtag Shrek please. Sh- Shrek please. All right. If that's something you want, we'll maybe put it on the dock in the future. Continue. Make the plug it. All
1: right. Number 13. 13.
2: Not 13, 13. 13. 13. 13. 13. Okay.
1: Only Marvel movie that has made my list.
2: Only one? Yeah. Okay, I'm very curious to no, see you know this is. what this is. This is going to be a big deal, folks. Yes. Which, of the, what's what I think your favorite Marvel movie is? And we're talking like Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, yeah. Because there's <laughs> lots of, let I me mean, like, it's not. No, you know to
1: explain it.
2: It's okay. <laughs> it's not Spider Man into the Spider Verse or something no, like that. No,
1: no, no. Okay.
2: Your favorite ever marvel movie well i was yeah. gonna say go ahead
0: no i'm waiting for you
2: i'm sorry i'm trying to think it out uh i know you didn't love captain marvel but you like ladies so it could be that we both thought black widow was blah. go go, <laughs> go listen to our episode on black widow everyone that was last year at some point um oh crap no i feel bad Not, i don't know i don't know oh wait hold up hold up hold up does it have to do with a 4k television
1: no <laughs> No, it's not Thor Ragnarok. Okay, okay. It is Ant-Man. I can't believe oh, you didn't think of that. That's fair. That's fair. I should
2: have known that. I
1: though. love Paul Rudd so very much. And just to see him as a superhero, oh, man. this was one of the first Marvel movies that was like true humor to me. So I was like, oh, Okay.
2: I can see that. Yeah, I always forget it because there's been other movies since then, and you, and even movies that you like, you don't necessarily want to revisit that often. But
1: I've watched Ant-Man a lot.
2: Yes, and I, in all fairness, I think you had seen it before me, and I think that you like even said to me that's the the one and only Marvel movie you remember in like when we first met. Yeah. Even though I've made you watch all of them since. Yes. Yeah.
0: Now I don't <laughs> like
2: the second
1: one. I don't like them throwing Ant-Man in other Avengers and stuff. I just want Ant-Man.
2: Oh, uh, see, I loved him in Civil War, but that's okay.
1: all right number 12
2: 12
1: now i haven't watched this movie a ton but this is when i was really starting to break into like loving women in comedy good okay bridesmaids
2: i totally agree i totally like top 20 of all time yeah it 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 deserves it
1: yeah um melissa mccarthy is so good in this movie and i will say melissa mccarthy we all know let's be honest melissa if you're listening i'm sorry (laughs) Uh, she's got a one-note. She's, she's a, got she, her thing. She listens to this a lot. I, I mean, she's one, She's a one-note actor in a lot of things. But in Bridesmaids, she's a completely different character that is so lovable and so perfect. I just love it so much. Yeah. Oops. Okay. And Maya Rudolph, I forgot to say that. Iconic.
2: Iconic. I agree. I think that that the wedding dress fitting scene that ends with brown notes in the street and
1: honestly that happened to me when i was in peru we had like a bridesmaids moment where all four girls oh. not three of us were just like oh we all have food poisoning at the same time <laughs> and there's only one bathroom
2: and that's what i was gonna say like it is so iconic because it's so farcical and over the top but at the same time so very real oh, like in it it, yeah, on oh, a too.
1: Yep, she's the one that's like, I didn't want to poop rainbows or something like that.
2: <laughs> no, that's a good one. That is that is very good, I would say. Yeah, I mean, that might even if I were to like make just a top 10 comedies list, mm-hmm. that would be probably and, potentially, on, yeah, yeah, pretty perfect. Yeah,
1: um, number 11, elf. <laughs> Uh, if you know me, you know I love a theme. I love a holiday. So there is another holiday movie.
2: No, a couple other holiday movies on here. There's more. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, movie.
1: I know, we're in my top ten. <laughs> we're about
2: to make it to the top ten. You're telling me there's more than one holiday movie on the rest yeah. of the top ten. Yeah.
0: Woo! Okay, um, this
2: is going to Buckle up, folks. <laughs> <but> Al- <laughs> I'm going to have some opinions.
1: such a joyous movie. Truly. And hysterical and perfect. And I can watch it over and over and over and over and over and over again. <laughs> the
2: end. Got some flaws. Nick. <laughs> it is a very good movie. I always want to watch it at some point during the holiday season. Hands down. We always watch it.
1: And this is one of my favorite Zoe Deschanel roles of all time.
2: Uh, yeah, I
1: do that. I don't For watch sure. a lot of her movies because For sure. she's dramatic. Have you watched Hitch- Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Yes, I've seen it. Okay. That. The Answer to Life. Damn. It's 43. That was 42.
0: You might be right. Anyway, <laughs> <from that time.
1: laughs> Okay, number ten is also a movie I can't really watch anymore because of the. Hold movie. on,
2: should we like give a huge drum roll because we're at the top ten? <laughs> no, she's like, don't, okay, okay top ten.
1: Um, oh wait, <laughs> don't we have a button that's a drum roll? Oh. No, down here on your thing. Oh yeah, you can't. You guys can't hear it. Never mind. This is very anticlimactic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Big $600. There it is. Oh. I don't know if they can hear that at all. We'll have
1: to see. Maybe you heard some noises. <laughs> Um, Number 10. Okay, this is a movie I genuinely can't watch anymore. Oh. Because it, I sob every time. But I also sob every time I hear the main
0: song. Hold on a second.
2: You have something in your top 10 mm-hmm. that you just can't watch. Mm-hmm. I bet I know what it is, but I am impressed that you would consider something, like, to me, how good a movie is sometimes depends greatly on how rewatchable it is. So, but I'm glad and proud of you for recognizing, like, as we've discussed before, sometimes a movie is good or is powerful, and you still just, like, have no desire to watch it again. Like, we talked about Usual Suspects at the way and, bottom of this list, like,
1: or yeah.
2: <laughs> future episode on Interstellar coming up, folks.
1: Um, talk, <laughs> do you know what it is? Tarzan. Yeah, Tarzan. Yeah. It is a fantastic movie. Phil Collins is amazing. Also, did you know In Sync has a song in there? Trash in the Camp.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. With uh, Rosie O'Donnell?
1: Yes, he plays that. I'm, I'm sorry, you guys. I'm forgetting all the names of these characters. That's okay. But I. I There's 30 movies.
2: We couldn't do opening credits for 30 different movies.
1: <laughs> that movie came out like probably the year that my dad died. So I loved it a lot, but I just have a hard time. And it's like. Just like I, we have a Star Wars tattoo. I have a Tarzan tattoo. I have, well, a Phil cow. I don't know. You'll be in my heart always. Was just like my dad's song, and they played it at his funeral. And blah, blah, blah. woo. Anyways, Gintyria, but it's a very important movie to me because it just is a movie about resilience and just love and and In Sync is in it too. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, it comes up for listeners who've been listening to us for a while. You know that each of us has stuff that we're processing through still to this day uh, about the loss of our fathers. It's one of the things that I think we connected on. And if we ever watched the movie Big Fish or Godfather for this, you'll probably see me cry. So um, the difference is I
0: might actually let us do that. <clears throat> All
1: right. Number nine. This is going <laughs> to blow your pants off. I'll hold on to them. And I, I also want to preface this by That's saying... I'm not sure how PC this movie is, but I want to tell you why I love it the most. Oh,
2: dear. The Ringer. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, The Ringer made top 10.
1: Yes, because. Let me tell you, this is the first movie I saw where there was actual representation of people with disabilities. And the entire message of the movie, even though it's crass and it's a little. They say some bad words and stuff in there is that. People with disabilities are just as good, if not better, than everyone else.
2: Yeah, I can understand it. I I don't know where, you know, people PC-wise would be proud or not of this movie. I know when you and I watched it together, because you had said something about it, like, We kind of talked about how, like, I wonder, you know, what people with disabilities think of this Mm -hmm. movie. Like, I don't know, I'm not one of them, but Mm -hmm. you work with people with disabilities, I know, and that's part of the reason you identify with it. I watch it and I will admit it's sad to me to be like, yeah, the only way they were able to get enough room in a cast for people with disabilities and that representation you talked about was they had a large enough number of characters with disabilities that they filled half of it (laughs) with people with disabilities. And the other half is just actors acting disabled, uh, which could be perceived as offensive, which is ironic because of course, if you've seen the movie, The Ringer, Johnny Knoxville, uh, and I think it's maybe Rip Torn or Brian Cox, probably Brian Cox uh, plays his uncle or whatever that like bets on Mm -hmm. him. The whole thing, the whole thing is that he's going to pretend to be disabled because it is like, oh, well, if you have a regularly abled person who participates in special Olympics, they will obviously win out. Mm-hmm. And so it's just very ironic to me. And I apologize. I feel like now you feel like I'm downing on this movie. Yeah, okay. um,
0: I said,
1: I don't know how culturally appropriate it is, but I do think that it's one of the first times I've seen representation of something that I love and I care about and the message that I care about I on, deep, on screen. Yeah. And Johnny Knoxville's freaking idiot, but it's <laughs> kind of funny.
2: Yeah, I do like the the message of it. For,
0: for sure.
1: People for sure. are going to come at me, huh? Uh, I don't think so. I just think I was trying to think of things that were very personal to me. And I care a lot about like proving that the underdog can do everything that everyone else can. And so this movie kind of just in a farcical over the top, sometimes inappropriate way, starts to push that message at a time when people weren't talking about disability.
2: Oh, one thousand percent.
1: So I do think that it's probably not pc but i really really enjoy it
2: yeah and i think it's just one of those things where it's 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 maybe if it's not pc at least to me i would suspect it's partially because again the irony of like it's giving this good message but then at the same time is casting people to pretend to be disabled and it's just like you're making you're pointing out that it's stupid and silly to pretend to be sure. disabled
1: i think all the people with disabilities had disabilities but i i want to double check Nick doesn't
2: think so. I don't. Only be, only because I'm like 98% certain that there's certain actors I can specifically remember seeing in other roles. Oh, okay. Um, that's fair. And that's where I'm like, I don't think so. But uh, the message, absolutely there. And we have gone over lots of movies in this show that are like, uh, dated. But just because it's dated, you have to keep in mind like, well, what was it at the time? Uh, and similar to what we were saying and trying to make sure you don't feel like you're being attacked by my, me or anyone else. Um... Movies are also subjective, and they're about when we experience them, especially the first time, and they can change as we experience them over time.
1: Yeah, a lot of these movies, I think, the reason they're on my list and the reason I get a lot of joy out of them is because of the message of women are awesome, <laughs> woman power, you can do whatever you want, or like overcoming obstacles. Yeah, which is why another movies on in my top ten. Right. Um, so, what, what number was that again? This was number nine.
2: Okay, so we just cracked the top ten. Yeah. I will start trying to interrupt you as much. I apologize. Oh, okay.
1: It's okay. But anyways, yeah. So I think that's why I gravitate towards... You gravitate towards movies because they're art and because they make you think a lot. Sure. I gravitate towards movies that make me feel like I can do something or that I'm passionate about something. And this movie made me feel that I am... I don't think I even knew I wanted to be in special ed, but it. it's... Like, the feeling I had when I was watching the movie at the end was like, oh, I truly do care about this. So it helped me, like, recognize that, I guess.
2: Yeah, and I think that there's a lot of people who probably were like, oh, I do care about this. Or, you know, as if it's the first time they ever thought about it. And they don't go then dedicate their lives. Yeah, I'm not
1: saying this is the reason why I, I work in the field that I do. But it, it just was a little, what did they say? Icing on the cake?
2: It may have planted the seed.
1: Maybe, yeah.
2: And then you, you started seriously considering it as like a real thing, not necessarily directly from a few years later.
1: Yeah. All right. Come at me, y'all, if you want to.
2: It is at Danny Miami 4. <laughs> it's right underneath it's if you're watching on YouTube.
1: Nick loves movies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number eight. Another holiday special. Do you know which one this is going to be?
2: Uh, I mean, I'm assuming that Christmas Vacation is somewhere in this top yeah. ten. Okay, so this is Christmas Vacation. Christmas vacation. Okay.
1: Because it is nostalgia and one of the most quotable movies for me and we don't even have to get any further into this because I talk about this movie constantly and I feel like I was a hipster when it came to this movie because it's now a cult classic but I liked it before that so okay we're moving on
2: all I will say I wanted to let you have your piece all I will say is a, listeners, uh, there is another episode. You can go back and find our back catalog, and there's an episode, of Christmas Vacation, where we discussed that. I think Barb's in it, too. That makes sense. I think it was one of our first season ones, maybe.
0: yeah. We, on we, we did
2: my uh, holiday movie of Fifth Element with your holiday movie. Yeah, back-to-back. Back. Anyway, um, but the other thing is, look, so it was two or three years ago that we watched this together for the podcast.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We have watched it every year since then.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Each year, I like it a little bit more
0: you (laughs) i also watch it
1: eight to ten times every (laughs) december minimum because it's so good um okay number seven seven. i did like a little switchy guy because i was like okay
2: okay.
1: um mean girls
2: i was hoping this was gonna be on the list somewhere when we made it this far and i hadn't heard that before i was like oh snap i'm gonna make her feel bad
1: yes this is a truly perfect movie (laughs) in my opinion it
0: is very yeah uh, and I
1: don't have any movies with Tina Fey or Amy Poehler in them on this list, but this is a Tina Fey written movie. She's in it
0: too. She's oh special, yeah. You're but right. She's in
1: it. Yeah. Um, so I just, uh, it's very similar to bridesmaids, but it hit me at a time where I was a girl in high school. I think I was in eighth grade when this came out seventh or eighth grade, but I was like becoming a girl in high school. And like, it was very relatable also in high school this was like the movie we quoted the most out of in my group of friends and they played it at our high school lock-in they like played it over the pool it was really cool i was in ap calculus and we would always it's where you learn about limits and how the (laughs) limit does not exist and truly when when i learned that i said oh my god this all makes sense right now. and so we'd always walk around especially the person who quoted this the most is pk it, it was in his best man speech to man Jake. Love
2: for you, PK. <laughs> love for you.
1: But this was just an iconic movie in our group of friends, and it's just very quotable and very funny. And oh, Kevin G. I don't know, because we were also kind of nerdy, and so we could see ourselves in like these different groups. and
2: Yeah, and then they can empower you. PK's out there doing things at a limitless limitless level. So, you know. (laughs)
1: The limit does not exist. His limit does not exist. It really was like our senior year motto for us. The limit does not exist, meaning like a lot of us have become successful, but also we love Mean Girls. Um, And I think we're going to do, we might do an episode on Mean Girls with our boys, Vin and Caleb.
2: Ooh, is that what they were talking about? Oh, Uh I love that. uh I love that. PK might be jealous though.
1: That's true. (laughs) Um, Okay. The next one I have is hairspray this is the movie i was talking about where it's uh, like overcoming and
2: it flips back and forth which which number we have six six okay so wow hairspray did not crack the top five
1: i i (laughs) know
2: listeners i don't know if she's talked about it much on the podcast but my wife is deeply in love with the movie hairspray and so for me to have this not be in the top five i am shook it was a truly shook
1: the top seven, I was having a really hard time. And I, I don't know if you saw me crying, or, but I was cry- No, I wasn't crying. But
2: she <laughs> just, was very frustrated and angry at me for making her stick I to know. This. A
1: lot of these are very similar love for me. Hairspray. Okay. Uh, it's. But, I keep saying this, but it's like a perfect musical. It is a perfect musical.
0: I will say it that. <laughs> we
1: did recently see it on Broadway and it wasn't a perfect musical. I'm I'm
0: in, in, on Broadway, Chicago.
1: I was very disappointed in it. But that's a different story because this movie,
0: Very good movie. is oh.
1: fantastic. It is really good. I don't know. I just, it's also empowering that like.
2: It, and you're not thinking of the Ricky Lake one because there was a Ricky Lake one. No,
1: I've seen that one. Okay. But this is the Amanda Bynes, Nikki Blonsky one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. John Travolta. John Travolta. Um, love the songs. Love the soundtrack. I... um Good Morning Baltimore is a go-to
0: karaoke and audition song
1: for me because I've listened to it so many times and it's a good ballad you know Um, and it's about overcoming obstacles again Uh now Nick was very kind I don't know if you remember this when Trump won in 2016 and I couldn't stop crying Nick was he put on the soundtrack because he knows I love it so much and I cried more because it was, vi- it's hard because this is written to be in the 60s where we were trying to overcome these obstacles. And then in 2016, we were still not there yet. So it's in, heartbreaking.
2: In 2020. too. Uh, I mean, we're still not there in 2022, but I was going to refer to things that happened in 2020 yeah. that finally woke people up again.
1: So it's tough because this, it's so powerful like the song that queen latifah sings about like there's a light in the distance and like i know where i've been change is coming there's a bunch of lines that's like it doesn't matter if you're black or white and we're still not there yet but i like to watch this musical to be reminded that people are fighting for it
0: yeah and you know to, to paraphrase our princess you know if you uh
2: don't turn towards the light, you know. You ne- you're never gonna make it through the night. So
1: that Princess yeah? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I love it. Great musical. Got some very good songs.
2: Okay, good number pick. five. Good pick.
1: Thank you. Solid, solid. So this is the one I kept switching with Mean Girls. I don't know.
2: Oh, so like you had hairspray in the top slot or the sixth slot. Mm-hmm. I and mean, then it was seven and five kept
1: flip-flopping. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um and I was all, all also thinking about all the dvds i personally owned i don't personally own a lot of dvds but i have like a rotation of five or six yeah would you combine- <laughs> i had one of
2: those like giant like
1: three of those
2: <laughs> no i had one that was smaller than hell blu-rays and I'm going i'm looking all defensive and pedantic um but like 300 discs probably in total or at least 250 close to 300 and then danielle came with like five dvd cases <laughs> Like <laughs> I had long since dropped having cases because it took up way too much space. I consolidated, and still, my stuff took up more space than yeah. hers did.
1: So these top five, I definitely own on DVD. Oh okay. <laughs>
2: um,
1: okay, so number five, she's the man.
2: Okay, so I like that as a justification for why this is the one that got the top five, because this is the top five that you remember owning.
1: Yeah, I don't actually think I own Mean Girls on DVD. So
2: I do. Um, anyway,
1: <laughs> she's the man. Again, we have a podcast episode about it because it's just.
2: Did we? We did. Oh, yeah, I guess we did. It was about a year ago now.
1: Yeah. It's, again, not a perfect movie. It can be a little non PC, I guess, especially right now, but it was another woman power movie. Like, Definitely. she goes to beat the boys to prove that she's just as good as everyone else. And that's, I just love the message. Yeah. And it's very funny.
2: And it's based on Shakespeare. So go back and listen to the previous episode about how we break that down.
1: And this movie was my introduction to Channing Tatum. He's so young in this movie. And so I was like, oh, who that?" <laughs> and Number they three. only get better. Number four. Number four. Again, these were all so hard to put in order, but miscongeniality. Congeniality.
2: Nice. Nice.
1: Have we done an episode on that?
2: I think in our first season. Uh, listeners, go ahead and in fact tell you what, I'm tasking you listeners, Alex, Jennifer. These are names that I know you people are listening to this at some point in the like within weeks of this being released. I want you to go out onto our back catalog and tell us what episode was Miss Congeniality. But don't listen to it because our first season <laughs> is bad. Yeah, if you're a new <laughs> listener, by the way, just like start listening from this episode to the most recent and just keep going backwards from the most recent ones and then when you reach the point where you don't like us anymore just stop listening because and then listen it. to only new episodes from there yeah. because lots of lots of uh, growing pains in the first season.
1: Yeah. Okay, so miscongeniality. Congeniality Miss
2: Congeniality. Woman Power. Sandy Bullock. Michael Coyne.
1: It proves that even pageant ladies have it personality. It They're does. strong. It does. And it's just so very funny. Sandra Bullock and her physical comedy is yeah, it's fantastic. He's
2: underrated for that, I think.
1: Yeah, she is a physical comic, and it, she's just very funny. This movie is perfect.
2: <laughs> I don't recall what my rating was. If we've watched it before, I don't know that I think it's perfect. But it's great. It is good. It's it's fun. It's funny. It's revisitable, and um,
1: yeah, yeah. Lady power.
2: Lady power. Lady power is a good thing.
1: Okay, numero tres.
2: Grease Yeah. Okay. There
1: we go. <laughs> You're waiting for that one.
2: Yeah. Oh, um, I like would have been shocked if it was not in the top three. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. i am watched. Very, Greece. very curious to see what our top two will be. Okay. Greece.
1: I've watched Greece more than any other thing that I've owned in my entire life. I, I just love it so much. I used to sleep to it. I used to, I used to dress up as Sandy. I had a pink ladies jacket. It's just iconic. I can't say anything else. It's
2: just good. I am feeling like just as I'm now thinking about this, realizing how many of your top 10 are ones that we have covered. Because I know we've got a previous episode with Grease.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and like early on, we were especially just kind of basically swapping back and forth with some of my top movies and some of your top movies. Uh, so you're I'm
0: about to go back to yours. <laughs>
2: No, all I was gonna say is like I'm very proud of us, like, oh. I, and I'm very glad that uh, we had when we were doing that more before we started having more guests. Now we try to let the guests pick, and we like to have guests because it's more interesting conversation. Uh, but I'm just glad that when we were doing just us, that we actually did cover some of your tops, a lot yeah. of your tops, like the top tens. Yeah, for sure. Okay.
0: Um. Okay. Number two. Number two. It's a holiday movie. Hocus pocus. <laughs>
1: that Halloween's a holiday. <laughs>
2: I was thinking, when you said holiday movie, I will admit, I was assuming that there was going to be another Christmas one, and I was trying to figure it out, but I had forgotten about Hocus Pocus. Uh, But earlier today, when you were making the list, I was like, I assume Hocus Pocus will be on there somewhere. So I am not too surprised by this.
1: Yeah, this is one of those movies where I have truly, since the first time I saw it, been obsessed with it. I'm still (laughs) constantly buying things around Halloween that's like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I just own a lot of hocus pocus things. I got a Sarah Sanderson outfit. I got her new cape.
0: Uh-huh. Um,
1: uh-huh. I just find this movie so delightful. Bette Midler is a joy. I mean, all the it's just I can't say anything else. I love it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I am cautiously optimistic for the sequel. But oh no. Fine. I think it's this year. I think it's supposed to be coming out this year.
1: Hopefully it's like Shrek where the sequel's even better than the original okay
2: okay never mind um we
1: definitely I, did an episode on this too i think
2: yes we did do an episode of this like i actually think we're we're, we're probably like half of your top 10 are ones that we've done episodes on before mm-hmm. i was gonna say also i think <laughs> we're not very active on tiktok but we have a tiktok account at In Love with Movies, and i think our first ever video i think oh was us randomly recording when we were at... Um, the airport. We were at the airport. I think we were probably heading to LA for our first visit to LA, right around... No,
1: I think we are going at Joe's wedding.
2: Okay, Joe's wedding. Doesn't matter. Anyway, <laughs> and like, we were talking about Hocus Pocus, and then you <laughs> somehow, you did. You literally just started quoting the entire I movie. The scene. And this was like mid-June <laughs> or something. And just starts just starts being able to go through the first like two and a half minutes of nothing, but the, the, the dialogue for that movie. And I was quite impressed. So listeners who want to, you know, find a little treasure, go back and dig into our TikTok. And Danielle, what is number
0: one? You already know this. The answer is (gasps) legally blonde.
2: Okay, good. Yeah. This is a good one.
1: (laughs) I just, I recently rewatched it like last week when we were on a plane and I sat there and I smiled the whole time (laughs) and I was crying at some points because it's just so good (laughs) when she's just like, I don't know, when Elle gets her comeuppance and she's just, you know, tells Warner how it is. And the movie is so good. And again, obviously there's a theme to all of these movies women are just as good as everyone else. Women can prove themselves. But I have a very strong connection to this movie because she's blonde. But also, you know, people underestimate you if you're like blonde and pretty and they think you're dumb. And fun fact, I did think I was going to be a lawyer. Thank the Lord I was not. My best friend has told me how much she hates it. (laughs) Um, But this movie was very inspiring and just pushed me to be like, yeah, no girls are smart you should be smart you should continue to be smart you should continue to fight for each other because she's fighting for another woman when men won't believe her yep, yep. um and so oh yeah i think i teared up when he's like and your boyfriend's name is chuck chuck is a friend he is just a friend and then it's so inspirational because you're like oh my god they believe her and it's just about believing women you know that kind of stuff and i quoted it. i was the first ever Student commencement speaker at my college graduation. Thank you so much. So um, beautiful. and I ended my graduation speech with Congratulations, class of 2013. We did it. And it's just because it's so great. Fun fact for
2: uh listeners of this show. If you listen to every episode since our legally blonde episode, mm-hmm. it ends with We Did it. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh.
1: That's top thirty. Can I I'm just gonna quickly spit honorable mentions because I we talked a lot longer than I thought we were Okay, to. Out. Okay. Literally any Disney Channel original movie. So Smart House, Xenon. I even wrote down Cadet Kelly. I do not know Cadet Kelly. Uh Don't Look Under the Bed.
0: Right? Is that what it's called? That's a, that's a
2: movie.
0: Stuck it's in the suburbs.
2: In the uh-huh. I've I've known half of these. We've done episodes on, I think. Oh, Smart is House. Brink? Brink? I don't oh, know. Oh, I wrote the Smart there. House
0: don't. Did I say Smart House?
2: You did say Smart oh. House. There's also uh, Friends of the Pod, or at least Friends of Danielle, because they haven't been guests just yet, uh, but D-, D Commentaries, or DC, so it's D- uh, Disney Channel Original Movies, so D-C-O-M, and they have a podcast called D-C-O-M-mentaries, D Commentaries. Uh, go check that out. They go through, like, all of yeah, the Disney Channel Original I Movies.
0: I
1: can't remember if Brink is a Disney Channel Original, but that one's anyway, fantastic as well. moving on. And then I wrote Disney slash Pixar because my mom, when I texted her, I don't have my phone next to me. She was like, you're obsessed with Disney. And I don't remember it as much. But then I think about like Jungle Book, Mary Poppins. I was very into. I know that's not animated, but um, Hercules, even Cinderella, Pocahontas, Toy Story and Up. I know that's Pixar, but like (laughs) Disney can really not do wrong, unfortunately. Okay. Okay. Spice world <laughs> to... yeah, that's an honorable mention Spice world just it's a bad movie, but I love it a lot. Free Guy is yes. a recent movie that I love, love, love uh this is any movie with Justin, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I don't really like
1: the social network, but <laughs> The Hangover. This was on my top 30, but you know what? I'd rather put women-led comedies than male-led comedies. But this is a funny movie.
2: I mean, Bridesmaids is was touted at the time as being like the woman-led Hangover.
1: It was, it's better. Um, yes. White Christmas is another holiday honorable mention. Yeah, yeah. But that's a Nick movie. I didn't watch it until I met Nick.
2: But I had never seen it until we watched it together.
1: Oh well, then I love that movie. Yeah. And then. <laughs> Abe Lincoln, Vampire Hunter.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that I movie really is so bad. I can remember I rented Ooh. it and could get no one to watch it with me back in like college.
1: I went to the midnight premiere of No, this. no. Yes, because my, my friend's <laughs> sister was working at the movie theater, and she's like, there's extra tickets, do you want to go we're see this? And I was like, tickets. yeah. And people were dressed up as Abe
2: Lincoln. I love that <laughs> so much. I love it so I've much.
1: watched it many times, just so you know.
2: I think I've only seen it the one time. Uh, that's wow. That's that is I just modeling. had to
1: throw that little one in there. Nick, are there any movies that, that didn't make the list that you're surprised?
2: Um, that like did not make the list that I'm surprised mm-hmm. about?
1: I'm sure there's a bunch that I just like can't think of, but I don't know if there's
2: any that come to mind. All the big ones for you definitely came up.
1: Yeah, my top ten.
2: At least you know, that, that I would think of or would be shocked by. Um yeah. I'm more surprised by some of the positions of some movies, like how high some were. Yeah. I legit thought that there was at least, uh, there's a part of me that wonders if, like, you gave some of like, like uh, the usual suspects, for example, like just got like a, a sympathy <laughs> position in the top 30.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really like those. I think they're good. I just don't want to watch it again.
2: That's fair. <laughs> There's a certain class of movie, but that's exactly what it is.
1: Yeah. But even like Inception, we rewatched it for the podcast. I had seen it before. And I think I forgot about all the twists and turns of that too. So maybe I'll rewatch it again to be like, what? Someday. Guys are so safe. Guys are so
2: sad. <laughs> Although I struggle to watch anything with Kevin Spacey anymore. It's really sad. I like, because I'm normally someone who's like separate the art from the artist. But when you hear about how he actually was behind closed doors, it sounds like maybe a lot of the art that he produced was just him.
1: We'll pass on him.
2: Go see Swimming with Sharks if you want another example of that. All righty. With that, then I think that's everything we have. We're going to skip our normal, you know, uh, closer to science and uh, heart ratings because there's, you know, no heart ratings.
1: But I do want to put a call out into the wild
0: into
2: the world of
1: you listeners into uh, the i'm very curious eh, that's not a good movie um curious if any of these that i said because nick does think that's just nick i know people think that my taste in movies is a little juvenile slash trash so if any of these movies made your top let me know i want to know that people like the same things that i do and tell me which ones
2: i don't know that i would consider any of your top 10 to be trash
1: but you said top 10. You didn't say top
2: 30 <laughs> No, I did not.
1: <laughs> I almost went... Oh, another honorable mention is Master of Disguise. <laughs> I know you hate that movie so much.
2: <laughs> so anyway, listeners, continue, Danielle. If you want to support her...
1: Just let me know which ones are on your top list. I'm honestly very curious. I had a lot of emotions doing this list. I also have a lot of emotions going into being 30 years old. <sighs> But also, if there's some movies that you're like, no, you would love this, please let me know. I'll let you know if I've watched it. And if not, we can watch it. Absolutely. And I'm going to rewatch Shrek for sure.
2: (laughs) I'm (laughs) down. All right. So if you want to let us know any things or thoughts that you all have, the, the, the locations are on pretty much every social media platform at in love with movies that's at the letter n love with movies all spelled out in love with movies if you wanted to let us know anything that we talked about in terms of hashtag shrek please uh, or any of the other stuff that we discussed here today let us know what you think of our past episodes Uh, And then if you want to give Danielle support as, you know, someone who is just now turning 30, if you, like, already are deep into the 30s or beyond, uh, and you want to let her know that it's really not that bad, her at is at DannyMiami4 on uh, Instagram. She's not on Twitter. Sorry, folks.
1: I was on Twitter. And then my Twitter name got taken over by a porno. No. Porn bot, yeah.
2: Porn bot. Um, yeah. Don't tweet me. So, so don't tweet her. <laughs> uh, and then anything else or anything like that, I'm at Nick Loves Movies. Uh, you can find me, that's N I C L U V, Nick Loves Movies, on Twitter and Instagram. And I think that's everything we have, Danielle. I love you, Nick. I love you, Danny. And we love you, movie lovers. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed. And we will see you all next month.
0: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah, you do the bye-bye. Bye-bye.